Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You are listening to The Therapy Podcast with your host, Shloimi Balsam. Welcome, everybody. To another episode of The Therapy Podcast. Today we're going to talk about cognitive development in early years. Talking about how children develop their way of thinking. And by the way, most adults, statistics show that most adults were once children. So what we are actually studying is how we all develop our cognitive abilities. There are two main bodies of thought which sound very similar, and we're going to spend most of our time today explaining why they're different. Both of them are very valid, and we're going to try to make each one of them as relatable as possible. Welcome to the battle of Piaget versus Vygotsky. Jean Piaget. It's like French-sounding. It's spelled like P-I-A-G-E-T, Piaget, Pia, Piaget, if you're trying to go real American on me. Born in 1886. He was an incredibly precocious child. He published his first works when he was 10. When he was 14, uh, after he produced a series of scientific reports, he was offered the position as a curator in the Museum of Natural History. As soon as they found out that he was 14, they said, oh, no. Okay. He got his bachelor's when he was 18 and his PhD, listen to this, when he was 22 years old. He did have a tremendous amount of uh, nervous breakdowns as a child, and he still got his PhD at 22. He later attributed these breakdowns to uh, studying philosophy. Interesting. You'll see how his the way he developed his theory, his uh, it was very non-philosophical, very straightforward, step by step. Uh, I wonder if that was a a form of opposition against philosophy. Maybe that's the way his mind took on after. Fascinating life. Um, he he studied research. Uh, biological science, mathematics, logic, experimental psychology, psychoanalysis, and psychopathology. He wrote a, a philosophical novel. He was hired by Henry Simmons, who uh, was one of the early developers of the IQ test. And his job was to standardize an English test with French children. But what we want to talk about is his work uh, that actually... Most of his life, a huge chunk of his life, he passed away at 84, and he began his work studying the development of children's knowledge at 25 years old. He developed uh, a method of interviewing 
with uh, standardized questions. It's very easy to oversimplify Piaget's work. Uh, many educators use his research and ideologies to simply give children fun things to do. And that's based off a misconception because Piaget would spend a lot of time doing fun things with kids, not for the sake of the fun things themselves. Uh, for example, he would sit down with children and watch the development of tadpoles. And by having the children studying growth on these little swimming fellas, they were actually able to transfer that into understanding their own human growth. Um, we're going to try to shorten and give a quick overview without oversimplifying his work. He was very spiteful of what he called the American question. How do we speed up children's development? He once remarked that kittens have been found to go through some developments in three months that take human babies nine to 12 months to achieve. The kitten is not going to go much further. The child has taken longer, but he's capable of going further. So it seems to me that the nine months were not for nothing. He developed and introduced four stages of a child's development. What's going to differentiate him from Vygotsky is that it's an incredibly structured set of growth patterns which ends at the end of the fourth layer, the last step at puberty. PJ saw children as active learners intrinsically motivated to seek out and understand new information. They develop their own growth and any age their knowledge is organized or structured and that its organization changes over time as adaptation occurs. Vygotsky and Piaget agree that outside influences influence. Adaptation is the combination of assimilation, that's when you get new information, and accommodation, that's changing knowledge structures to fit what is new. Assimilation is taking what's coming out, coming at you, what is introduced to this child, and fitting it, fitting it into what he already knows. Accommodation is changing what he knows to fit what's coming at him. Children's understanding change only a little at a time. It is a very slow step-by-step -step process. Don't you can't skip a, skip a step. The child may distort information that is completely new as she tries to assimilate it to her current knowledge structures. According to BJ, children progress through a series of cognitive stages. Within a stage, children organize their thinking across a variety of concepts in similar ways. Let's break it down into different stages. We can't go into all of it again. Piaget spent decades, six, seven decades, five, six, seven dec decades doing research and testing on children. Um, but here are some of the things that will change throughout each stage in a child's development. The first one will be the milestones in um, motor, visual, and auditory processing. When a kid is one month old, the gross motor skills will be lifting his head. 
fine motor skills will be holding things placed in his hand. Visual development, visual acuity, uh, 20 to 600, uh, 2020 vision, so 2600 vision, scans edges of figures fit, uh, and visual objects. Auditory development at one month, alert to sounds, prefer sound of his mother's voice. That's a healthy one month year old. At two months, the visual development develops. It goes from 2600 to 2300. Over there, it could ready the kid could show preferences over faces, faces over objects, and he can tell basic colors apart. By three months, the faces, especially mommy's face, perceived as attractive, scans interiors of faces and objects. By now, he could also locate where sounds are coming from. That's in his auditory development. At four months, the kid can sit up, supports rolls from his front to his back. And as far as fine motor skills, is visually guided reaching. Visually, he can get to 2160. Smooth tracking of slowly moving objects. Development of stereopsis. Or ability to perceive depth based upon information from both left and right eyes. Every month, things start clicking together. They're all charted as healthy uh, landmarks. What are they called? Checkpoints. At seven months, the kid can sit up, uh, transfer items from hand to hand. 2020 vision, when that comes in, at around eight months. Nine months, we're looking for crawling and pincher grasp. Cool. Ten months, we're looking for stands while holding on to something. Twelve months, walking while holding on and scribbling with a crayon. Twelve to eighteen months is walking alone. We'll give him six months to work on that. Eighteen to twenty-three months, we're looking at his fine motor skills to uh, draw lines. Be able to build simple towers. He can even drink from a cup with one hand. Two to three years, then we're looking at running, jumping, climbing, uh, improving balance, kicking a ball, standing on one foot. Uh, fine motor skills, pouring milk, dressing, and feeding improves. Builds towers of six blocks, and he could turn pages in a book. Visually, two to three, year, two to three years of age, that's the oldest age at which surgical correction of crossed eyes for depth procession can be successful. There are a lot of, these stages are very important because you have to know when to catch them and where to develop them. Children are like plants and you have to plant your seeds at the right season. And any good farmer knows that if you plant at the wrong season, you won't get a good crop that year. These are windows when you can tackle and address issues and see the greatest results. Three to four years, we're looking at walking upstairs, alternating feet, walking on tiptoes, uh, throwing a little better. He could button his clothing and he could eat with a spoon and a fork. In fine motor skills, he completes simple puzzles. He uses art materials, scissors. He's getting better at art and drawing. Four or five years, he could really tie knots, dresses in that, and undresses easily. And... Is mastering the scissors. When it comes to understanding objects, PJ also draws out steps, layers, levels.
Why must infants understand to know about objects? To have object concept. They have to know that the object has properties that can stimulate all of their senses. You can see it, hear it, taste it, smell it, touch it. And as you see little kids doing these really weird things with an item, they're testing all their senses on the item to see what it is. When a kid gets up to level two in PJ's step, he can begin to to understand uh, he has a new visual perspective from other people. He can't see the world the way they see it yet, but he can understand that someone else wants something. It's no longer 100% about the child. Uh, and this develops. There's diverse desires where a child judges that two persons, persons, right? This, this kid and someone else, they have different things about the different feelings about the same item. I like this flavor ice cream, and he doesn't. Diverse beliefs. So when a child judges the same two people, himself and the other kid, they have different beliefs about the same object. And when the child does not know which belief is true or false, like which one is the, which does it taste good or not? Is the ball red or is it green? Then there's knowledge access. The child sees what is in a box and he judges, yes or no, the knowledge of another person who does not see what is in the box. There's content, content's false belief. That's when a child judges another person's false belief about what is in a distinctive container. When a child knows what is in the container. Then there's hidden emotion when a child judges that a person can feel one thing but display a different emotion. In PJ's world, we can chart communication and interactive skills in, in every stage. These, again, PJ is of the opinion that the child has these inborn skills and he's discovering them himself with the aid of outside influences. A newborn reflexively signals his needs through crying. From one to three, he could already have grunts and coos, a little more voice. Uh, he could get quiet or smile when you talk to him. Three to five months, he smiles and he shows interest in, in his favorite people. He makes a wider range of vocal sounds. Six to seven months, he's already starting to babble. Nine to twelve months, He shows his toys off to people, or he can give it to you. He reaches or points to something that he wants. He engages in simple interactive games, routines, you know, he can play peekaboo or patty cakes. A deaf child would produce uh, one or two signs between 9 and 12 months. And uh, this is when the child will express his first meaningful gesture, you know, his yes or his bye-bye. 13 to 18 months, he increases his uh, expressive vocabulary. He can get up to 50 words, 5-0, for, you know, familiar actions, events, and objects, a bottle, all gone, no, shoe. 18 to 24 months, he increases his expressive vocabulary rapidly at three or more words per day. If we, if you and I learned three or more words per day, we would have a fantastic vocabulary. I don't know why we stopped that. 18 to 24 months, he can use 
short, like, two-word sentences. You know, baby ball, doll gone daddy, that's three words, but, like, short, like, statements. Two to three years, he could really speak clearly enough to be understood by you know, at least the people around him. He requests labels for objects, uses sentences with three or more words, and he has some function words. You know, word endings, articles, prepositions. They're actually starting to sound like complete sentences. Not caveman language. Three to four years, even non-family members can begin to understand him. Four to five years, produces some speech sounds correctly. He can even tell stories that state out some semblance of a topic. It has a structure, beginning, a middle, and an end. He develops his syntax or his grammar. These are all layers in which a child will discover himself and his ability, his own, his innate abilities. And Piaget said that you have these segments of years where they will start being uncovered in a child. Vygotsky, on the other hand, His theory of cognitive development is focused on the role of culture and society in children's intellectual growth. He puts a lot more emphasis on the children's surroundings. He put a lot of emphasis on language as a way, as a tool, where you can convey knowledge, scientific concepts. Language is that mediator. It teaches the children. It's one of the primary means by which culture and society helps children thinking advance. Preschool children eventually come to use language as a way to mediate their own thinking. Private speech of a three-year-old eventually becomes the inner speech of eight-year-olds. Internalization of speech is linked to attention control, autobiographical memory, and impulse control. They both agree that the influences of, of the surroundings of a child will develop them, will create who they are, their personality, their understandings, their capabilities. PJ says that there are four steps, and in each one of these four steps, there is a certain plant that is to be sown and skills that are to be extracted using social influences. We know that there's a window for language. If, if a child has not learned to speak, you know, is raisin, rose, raisin, rosen, raised by wolves. If he misses that window, he will never learn to speak. But by Godsky's method, his theory on, on cognitive development is forever. Your surroundings, your parents, your friends, your family, teachers are the ones that inculcate into you who you are, what you know, what you're going to become, what you're going to develop from your skill toolbox. And the nice thing about Vygotsky is that it never ends. There aren't four steps and then kaput. It will be an everlasting development of yourself. This is a very, very rough overview of the Vygotsky Piaget 
debate. Look into it a little bit more. PJ spent his entire lifetime on it. And that's only one side of the story. Didn't put a lot of much time into Vygotsky, but I think you get the basic idea. Fascinating stuff. This is what has encoded us. Look into it a little bit more yourself. Or uh, email me. At askmetherapy at gmail.com for your comments, questions. I'd love to hear from you guys. As always, it's been a pleasure. And uh, I'll see you soon. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.